Welcome, lovebird. You're listening to the Lauren of Love podcast, recorded by me, your host, Lauren Eliz Love. I am so deeply honored to be here with you and to help you move one step closer to creating your dream life simply by listening to this show. I'm a spiritual mentor, a master in the art of self-healing, and the creator and founder of an online transformation program called Heal. Since 2012, I have been on my own journey of self-healing my way to true happiness. I quit my corporate job to grow a successful $700,000 a year business. I ended an abusive marriage to find my true soulmate. I overcame drug addiction, mental illness, and severe chronic health challenges. And I released my trauma to come home to my true self-love. My life has truly transformed, and now it's your turn. On this show, I'm going to be sharing all of the medicine that has helped me create the life of my dreams so that you can create yours. If you can feel it, you can heal it, and you can change anything in your life. This podcast is a safe space for you to do just that, to learn what needs to be learned, to see what needs to be seen, and to feel what you need to feel so that you can have a life beyond your wildest dreams. Your desires are your destiny and you are the person you have been waiting for to make them happen. Here on the Lauren of Love podcast, we are going to dive deep into a study of self-mastery. On the show, you will learn about how to self-heal your life, how to deepen your relationship with spirit, and how to truly embody and reclaim your power. This podcast is a safe space for us to explore the deep inner workings of self-mastery and helping you expand, grow, evolve, and become the best version of yourself. I believe in you, I am here for you, and you got this. Now let's dive in. Hello, my gorgeous lovebirds. Welcome back to the Lord of Love podcast. If you're listening to this in the morning, I will uh, just say we are in the same frequency. I literally have my bathrobe on. I got a cup of tea. It's really cool. Like, I don't know if you saw this on Instagram, but Matt and I really love to go to Vermont and we found this town called Burlington, which is so cute. And there's all these little shops. And in one of those shops on our last visit, I found this really cute coffee mug that is like mushrooms and trees and it's like 3d if you've ever seen like those three-dimensional coffee cups where they're just like shape they have shapes all around them I can't describe it but if you follow if we're friends on Instagram at Lauren of Love I've been like sharing my coffee mug every morning with with my journal prompts and my mantras to share and got my my special mushroom cup with me this morning as we're recording this intro. So hello and welcome. As I'm recording this, it is the day after Lionsgate, the 8-8 portal. I like to honestly believe, and I do because I feel this way, that the portal is actually like still open. And I'm recording this episode a little bit in advance. I've been really feeling the creatrix energy, just like really inspired to create content for you guys I feel like I'm coming back into the connection of my message and my mission in like a deeper way right now, which is super cool and really amazing because 
um, that's where we're at. We're in this whole portal. Lionsgate, I feel like, was about abundance and alignment and really getting clear with who we want to be, how we want to show up, what we want life to look like, and really getting the clear picture and setting the standard and being open to allowing the feelings that we want to feel on a regular basis to start to reveal themselves. And I will say to also being open to the hard lessons that might have to come through for us to see where we are out of alignment and being prevented from feeling everything that we want to feel. So it's been a really cool study. I, I've been really sinking into sharing and opening my heart and expressing what we are all moving through because it feels like energetically over the last month or so, I feel like we've just recalibrated into this place where we're all really, really connected. And like that's been so cool and it makes content creation feel really inspiring and juicy and exciting. I've been like I've been healing so much, you guys. Like I feel we're running the Heal program, which is my six-month life transformation program. It's a three-month immersion and three months of integration. And uh, we just started and literally today is going to be our second call of the container, the 12-step method, the 12-week immersion. And I just feel like you know, I say this to every single student that comes into the HEAL program. I tell them, I am on the journey just like you. Like I am here. I am doing this work right alongside you. I am immersing myself in my own study of expansion and self-exploration and healing and compassion and abundance creation. And so this round, which is the last round of 2022 that's been running, we're on week two and I just feel like this particular week I just had all these really big breakthroughs so I'm really excited the Lionsgate portal has closed I hope you guys had magical experiences I hope that the universe was gentle with you and if you're going through a tough time I really just want to say go back a couple of episodes and listen to I think it was episode 280 about July having a million hard lessons. That's really a great episode for anybody who's feeling like, oh my God, it's the thick of it. Things are really challenging. I don't understand what's happening. I feel like it's very, it's a very supportive episode for anybody going through that. And um, today we're talking about what's on the other side of all that deep heaviness. And I'm really excited to share today's episode. I have been feeling this calibration to empowerment that's been very, very beautiful. And I've been, you know, sinking into like removing the ego of that and just like, I feel great. And it, it's just my birthright. And it's not about like, oh, look at me. I feel so great. You know what I mean? Like, it's just like, hey, I'm here. And like, I have this frequency and it feels really nourishing. And, you know, it, it's been a real study of like coming back into feeling safe to feel good. I think for a lot of us, we go through these challenges, these hard times, these obstacles. And then on the other side, we're like, all right, it's over. But like, I still don't feel safe to sink into peace. 
or happiness. I'm still kind of burnt out and tweaked out from that heavy time that I just immersed myself through and got initiated into. So this episode's really good for just like learning how to come to the other side. And I've been feeling like, you know, so much of what's been moving through is related to this new program that I have coming out. I want to take a minute to talk about it because I'm so excited. Woo! You know, a lot of you guys know the Lauren of Love who ran Business Babe, which was my company before I just gave myself permission to say, no, I'm just Lauren of Love. Before that, I was running Business Babe and I had this big team and I was making all this money and I was not really happy. And I went on this journey in that time of really recognizing like I need to actually heal my body. My body's very sick. I had burnout, chronic Lyme disease. I felt like I was dying. You guys know my whole story. I'll share some episodes in the show notes for you guys about that journey. But I did that for like five years. I was the badass business coach and I taught women in this very heavy empowerment, but like not integrated sort of way of like, you know, this is how you do it. This is how you create success online because I I had been doing it. I was doing it so well. But it's just like, you know, I think the journey of evolution is about really looking at these areas of our life where maybe we have parts of it right, but the, the way in which we're doing it doesn't really feel soul aligned and it does until it doesn't, right? And then we have to go on this journey of like, rewriting and doing differently and I took two years away from business coaching and I still have private clients I do like you know intimate private work with people who you know trust me but it wasn't the front end of my mission anymore I have become a guide and a a spiritual support for women who are on their healing journeys that's really my mission now in this lifetime and I feel like I've come home to my essence and as a result my relationship with my business has just drastically shifted where I feel like really fucking happy and excited and empowered and peaceful and like flow filled and like really detached from outcome and abundant there's so much abundance coming through like Whoever said that, you know, you had to be in your masculine to make a lot of money is like just not true. So I had this hibernation period of really studying the energetics of, you know, what happens when I abandon a $700,000 a year brand to follow my heart, to tap into my spiritual gifts, to be my own healer and to uh, take take myself off the pedestal and become a sister and a guide and a support rather than, you know, this like business guru. And I realized so much about myself and about happiness and about freedom. And I'm going to tell you right now, you can make even more money being in that feminine flow place. So I birthed this program after five years of never having I haven't done business, I haven't had business conversations on the online platforms in quite a while. My Instagram, the podcast, you know, it's all really focused on introspective, self-healing, spirituality, 
and uh, my programs as well. And so I just had this really deep knowing of like, okay, it's time now. Like it's time to come back and integrate what you have learned. And so Wild Wealthy Feminine, which is my new signature six-week program, was birthed. And the doors are going to open on August 29th for five days. Our first round of students will come in. I'm so excited. Wild Wealthy Feminine is a business and money energetic study. And it has trainings every week for six weeks, coaching calls every week for six weeks, meditations and journal workbooks, which is how I teach, right? It's like foundation rewrites you know and it's I'm like oh my god so okay so so that being said right this episode is actually releasing during the week of our free five-day series called abundance in alignment so if you haven't checked out those episodes I really invite you to do so um, they were, I'm, I'm going to say, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to air this episode on the 30th. Okay. So like the five day series is all last week. So you could go back and listen to all of those abundance and alignment. It's a free series. Yay. Enjoy. Have a great time. Those, uh, podcast episodes will be up there for you for just a little while. Um, and we'll just say, cause it feels energetically aligned in this moment as I'm talking about it, that this is the week. This is the week of the 29th. The cart is open to Wild Wealthy Feminine. Oh my God. I didn't even know I was going to do that as we're having this conversation. Come on in. Come on in. Join the journey. Oh my God. It's going to be amazing. I can't wait. Oh, it's like, it's time. You know, it's time to really live life differently, do life differently. I had a mentor in the really early stages of my business. He said this to me said, Lauren, design the life you want and then design your business around that. And this is a concept we are not taught to do as children to design lives we love. You know, like that's that's not conditioned in us. What's conditioned in us is do everything you can to get a good job and make a lot of money and be successful and have a fancy 401k and health insurance and all these things that are just like, programmed 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 and when you sit with that question of like design a life I love what even is that truth be told a lot of us are so shut off to even understanding how to answer that question like we we don't have our desire activated we don't have our visionary abilities activated. And that's one of the things I'm going to be teaching in Wild Wealthy Feminine, like how to actually really call in with clarity the vision of where you're going, what you're creating, how you're offering it in the world. Business and money energetics are really a great study for anybody, right? It doesn't matter where you are in your journey of entrepreneurship. You could even be just somebody with an idea, you got to know how to have an energetically sound relationship with the concept of building a business, having a business, running a business, leading a business, and having all of that understanding in your relationship with money. Because if you're not careful, business and money can bring up our deepest wounds and our deepest stories, and it can create a lot of sickness and suffering emotionally and physically within the body and in our 3D life when we aren't in healthy right relationship with business 
and money and the energetics of it all. So I'm just really excited about it. You can go to laurenoflove.com slash wild, <laughs> wild, wealthy, feminine, laurenoflove.com slash wild. Doors are going to close on the last day of the week. So Friday, looking at the calendar, that is going to be on the 2nd of August. Is that right? 2nd of September. Oh my God. Whoa, we are moving through. Okay. So speaking of designing the life you love, I have been really listening to that and getting really clear. And today's episode, I'm going to be talking to you guys about my prayer portal experience. If you, a couple weeks ago, you may have noticed I went into this four-day prayer portal and I wanted to record this episode like right afterwards so I had all the potent, juicy like detail because it was seriously the most magical experience of my life. And I know I say that about a lot of things, but um, this was really, really sacred, very special. Um, I have actually saved on my Instagram there are highlight reels, prayer portal one and two, for you to actually see the behind the scenes of everything I'm talking about today. So really quickly, just to get you up to speed, I have been a really big advocate of opening up prayer portals for myself, for personal study of my self-healing and to practice the art of moving energy and anchoring into energy. And prayer portals have been really effective for me because they really strip away all of the question of how and really allow me to step into a place where I am receiving all of that medicine of what I need from the universe and practicing my prayer and practicing love for myself and practicing presence. This is the whole study of a prayer portal. So basically, this is how it works. It's real simple. You open up a container for yourself and you say, okay, for the next X amount of days, I'm going to be in a portal. And I'll share more details in this episode because I'm going to be diving into all of it, how it, how it worked, how it happened, what unfolded, the lessons I received, how you can actually take this and, and bring this practice into your life, even if you are somebody who has a really busy schedule and doesn't have this space or time to block out four days. It doesn't matter. You can do prayer portals that are an hour long, three hours long. They can be tiny, short containers of 20 minutes, but uh, four days was pretty epic and I highly recommend it. So maybe consider it. Just consider it. We can make space if we're really clever and crafty. You don't need to block out everything from your schedule to make space for yourself. And that's like, you know, I used to be this type of person where I was like, oh, I like want to do this, but I have work and I have chores and I have family and I, I don't have any space for myself. Wah. But like you don't necessarily need to shut your entire life down to go into a container of support for yourself you don't need to like abandon your entire structure of you know family and kids and you can have these containers and still be operating <laughs> like you know so just keep that in mind as we dive in um i i went on this prayer portal for uh a couple of different reasons i'll share in the episode but we'll wrap it up here and i hope you guys really enjoy and i hope this gives you medicine for your life i love you See you on the other side. 
I'm really um, just wanting to say as I set all this up in this system, I am like so blessed that I can be in this frequency with all of you guys because um, for the last couple of episodes, just because of what I was moving through and, and life and the heaviness of what I was processing and integrating, if you guys listen to like the heavy July episode, you know what I'm talking about. Um, I would sit down and record episodes and I'd be like, I'm like not fully here. Like like almost like uh, my channel of what was moving through me was not 100% squeaky clean. And I would get like this, everything like that came out was really good. But I would have these like voices around me of like, you don't know what to say next. And this sounds stupid. And what's your husband doing? And why is he making that noise? And the dog is barking. And I was just like distracted and like, it was harder. I, I was getting over COVID, right? And so I just feel really blessed that these last four days being in this prayer portal study have really allowed me to sink into myself, to come home to myself, to really embody and uh, feel peace and calm. And so it feels really good to be in that energy with you guys in today's episode, especially because we're talking about something that's so special to me. Like these last four days have been so special. And I really want to invite you guys into exploring some of what you learned today and just asking the question, like, how can I take this experience that Lauren had and like take what feels resonant to me, take what feels exciting to me as something I would like to try? Um, I really love that part of this journey with you. It's like explorative and uh, experimental where I get to try these things and get to come back to you and be like hey this is awesome why don't you give it a shot it's really effective for me and then you guys can create your own iterations and your own versions of this healing process this healing containers so I'm going to pull up a document here that I decided to make on my phone this morning um it's 707. Hi, <laughs> universe. I see you. Um, yeah, so this document just like maps everything out that I want to talk about because there is so much and I don't want to um, forget anything. It was like, you know, it almost felt like this. It, it's like I went on vacation to this new portal, this new world, this new energy field that existed in this current reality the entire time and I just never saw it. I, I tend to be the type of person that really falls easily into frequencies of stress and worry and, and annoyance and comparison and self-judgment and I really wanted to hold space for an opportunity for me to remove all of that and a lot of what creates that energy for me tends to be pressure. Like the pressure to move forward in my business or the pressure to get all of the chores done or the pressure to um, complete outcomes for myself, whether that's health goals or business goals or financial goals. And I really wanted to, I think what I'll say is like I recognized that after July, my energy was just kind of out of whack. Like I wasn't 100%. I got, I went into July very empowered and very like in a high frequency. And after July, 
wounded warrior mama, right? Like, let's be real. Like, just a little bit of that. And I, you know, was telling friends, I'm like, I feel like my nervous system is like not fully sinking in. Like, I don't exactly feel fully relaxed and I don't exactly feel fully empowered and I'm sleeping a lot more and I'm feeling irritable. Like, I just feel like I'm not 100% myself. And I do have this habit also as well of like, sometimes it's definitely been much more mitigated as I've gone in my healing process and studying more with plant medicine, uh, psychedelic medicines that really, you know, open up the subconscious. But there's this part of me that really also feels like I want someone to save me. I want someone to just rescue me. And so in seasons of difficulty or challenge, I tend to like grasp for, um, you know, maybe talking to everybody about what I'm moving through or having to process it with people. And this particular time, I decided to go a different route and I made a conscious decision to open up a container for myself uh, that was a start to finish experience of prayer. And so what this looks like really simply, I, I actually recorded a video on my Instagram that explains this more in depth. This, I'm not going to go into like so much of like how to do this and the steps and da, 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 because it is a really customized experience, but I will share what works for me. Sacred containers of healing that are ceremonious and mystical and beautiful and magical and supportive and deep are containers. You know, if you go to a mushroom ceremony or you go to a breathwork ceremony or go to a deep yoga class, right? Or you go to a retreat um, or you have a coach that takes you on a journey. These things, they're containers and they start and they end, right? And it's really helpful to recognize that we have our own personal ability to actually create those containers for ourselves working with our direct connection to the universe. And that is how we have these prayer portals. We say, okay, I need support. I need guidance. I need healing. I need perspective shift or empowerment or health or relaxation or peace. And whatever I'm calling in, I can decide that I'm going to immerse myself in that frequency for an extended period of time with the co-creation frequency of my relationship with the universe. And the universe is very strong. But one thing my teacher says, you know, and I always try to remember this, do not have a lazy mind. Concentration, my brothers and sisters. That's what he'll say before we drop in with ayahuasca. He'll say concentration, my brothers and sisters. Because, you know, we in our we have ability you know, we're not just whimsically kind of floating around like pool floats in the universal waters. Like we are and we aren't. We actually can harness and hold and be focused on where we are going and empower ourselves to move that way. So this is like a container that is probably I would say like 80% the universe and 20% you in terms of effort. And so I opened up this container for four days and I decided that for four days I was going to allow myself to sink in. I, I wasn't going to get wrapped up in 
every single day-to-day rinse and repeat thing that I had to do and I wasn't going to stress myself out about business goals or what I was going to achieve or this or that and I wasn't going to have intense you know, pressured conversations with anybody, which, you know, this doesn't always go as planned. Healing is sometimes unpredictable. I'll share a little bit about how this container really transformed my relationship with my partner. Uh, but I just set these guidelines of like, okay, for four days, I'm not going to do these things because I want space from these things. <laughs> I'm going to go on a little retreat from these things. And uh, for four days, I'm going to focus on coming back into and I I chose my frequencies I want to come back into peace I want to come back into presence I want to come back into empowerment and I want to do something that's going to allow me to feel like I have more energy on the other side of this and I didn't know how this was going to look I didn't have a calendar or a schedule there were certain things I really wanted to do but I ultimately allowed these four days to be unpredictable and to flow So some of the things that I did, number one was I set intentions. I got really clear. I'm like, okay, four days. Here's my container. It's going to start on this day. It's going to end on this day. I'm not going to allow any of these types of things in my life. I'll be like on a vacation, but home, you know, and here are my intentions. This is what is important to me. And, and then I reflected on that. You know, I really held space before I opened up the container to be Like, okay, real deal. Here's what's going on. Here's why I'm here, spirit. This is why I'm coming into this prayer. This is what I really want to work on. This is what's happening in my life. I actually got this journal to embark in like the opening of this new chapter a couple of days before my prayer portal opened because I could just feel that something was really changing. And in that container, one of the guidelines of like priority for me was connecting to spirit and connecting to self-care. And I think when we really focus on those two things and we create experiences that prioritize those two things, we get really, really big results. We have big breakthroughs. We have beautiful experiences. We have deep healing. So like that, those were top priorities for me. I had a lot of practices and experiences of things that I did that, you know, I've been really thinking about this. Um, Something I really want to do is create like almost an encyclopedia of like self-care practices that I do that um, are really effective because I have found that a lot of people, one of the big problems in, first of all, spirituality Connecting to spirit and connecting to your self-care are the greatest sources of medicine that exist in this lifetime. They are the greatest sources of medicine that exist in this lifetime. But we are not really taught or informed on what those things are or how they look. So I'm just going to share this list of like, if I look back on the four days, what are the things that I do? I did, right? Well, I mean, first of all, I made a nice cup of tea and went outside every single morning and every single night to start and end my day outside in nature. Nature is the essence of this entire prayer portal. And that's one thing I'm going to say is like, if you are going to do this, I really invite you to prioritize that as like an important factor of this work is how 
can I find four days in my calendar or three days or two days or one day where I can actually be out in nature for majority of the day? That is, That was a big part of this um, because nature and the elements, uh, the elements, the elementals, right, and the plant medicine teachers and the animal totems and all of it is just here to really teach us and we have to learn how to reconnect with these things so yeah I really invite you to just make that a priority you don't have to but it was really really helpful for me I also did sweet baths every single night so if you google sweet baths it's a spiritual practice um you know a lot of these practices are really powerful when you do them with intention and you do them with care and you do them in a ritual way Uh, So I would do sweet baths or Epsom salt baths every night to just process by candlelight was really, really effective. I journaled every day, multiple times a day. Like I was in this whole world of my subconscious of just thought because I made one of my other non-negotiables was to be as disconnected from technology as I could. And I definitely enjoyed documenting it all. You guys know I have those two highlights on my Instagram, Lauren of Love, um, that share the behind the scenes of this practice. But besides that, I really made it a point to like unplug from the computer and from the phone and from my email. And so because my subconscious wasn't being engulfed and, and ingrained with all of this reaction energy, I actually had a lot of energy to harness and hold into journaling and so I found that to be really helpful and journaling for me there's like so many different ways to do it but I would like process thought right that's a way of journaling of like sharing what you're actually feeling and thinking in the moment visionary journaling where you're like thinking forward and creating a vision Um, and and for a lot of my study in this practice I was just getting random downloads that I was like oh I have to write this down so that came through I worked with a lot of plant medicine and this is one of the qualities of my human experience is that I really feel connected to the plants being our allies and the understanding that they have been here way before humans ever have been. And so they have a really big understanding of the frequencies of compassion and harmony and longevity. And they have a lot of teaching to offer us when we study with them. So this is like psychedelic mushrooms Um, cannabis. I really love working with sativa as a deep medicine for creativity and hoppe for grounding, protection, grandfather spirit, opening and closing portals. Hoppe has been a really beautiful medicine. So I allowed myself in this study to work with any medicine that called me and that actually goes beyond that particular subsect of plant medicine because there is this whole other world of plant medicine there's essential oils right I also really followed my intuition to work with certain essential oils Um, I also really followed my intuition to work with the teas that I worked with so I worked with a lot a lot of rose uh, a lot of marshmallow root uh, basil holy basil so I I really, and I, I will say I ate a heavy amount of fruit in this portal. I kept my diet 
super clean during the day. For dinner, I had whatever felt aligned and what my husband was cooking and what felt really good. But for the whole day, it would just be nothing but juice and fruit. Uh, I wanted to stay really connected to my study and my prayer and keeping the channel really clean. That was very, very important to me. No alcohol, right? Like just keeping really clear. Time in nature was a top priority, like I talked about. I also spent a lot of time deep cleaning my home. And and here's what I'll say. You know, my husband and I have talked about this and he's like, Lauren, that's more of a you thing, but I, I do think it's something about a female, a feminine energy frequency that exists in all of us, but I, I think that some women just have it as a stronger frequency of spiritual gift where they can recognize that chaos and dysfunction within the mind actually is like synergistic and in harmony with chaos and dysfunction in like the home. And so for me, I noticed like when my mind is whatever, what came first, the chicken or the egg is really irrelevant, but it's, here's the truth. When I feel internally chaotic or dysfunctional or stressed out, I can pretty much recognize that like my home feels that way. You know, it may actually physically be that way where there's like more dirty dishes or, you know, more things out of place and out of whack but it could also be an internal feeling of like the itch to clean or um, spring clean, right? Or deep clean. There's all these different ways to clean, but like my teacher says cleanliness is godliness because it like respects the sacredness of all things. And so I find cleaning to actually be a very sacred process, a very spiritual process if I allow it. I, I definitely go through seasons where I'm like, oh, these dishes, I gotta get this done. But like it can also be very healing. So I spent a lot of time in this container like organizing and cleaning and like treating everything as sacred. Like I know we live very messy lives, especially, you know, as moms. I'm not a mom yet, but I sometimes look at my Zen den and I'm like, all right, this is temporary. Like I'm very aware when I have children, like things will get a little bit messy, Um but I do love like walking around certain spaces of my home that are really special and during my prayer portal and and other days of my life just generally I like to find places for everything that's special to me and be really intentional about that so I did a lot of that work I deep cleaned the home I'm going to talk to you guys about some of the things I did there I'm going to actually record a separate episode talking about Um, how to actually energetically clear your home because I had to do so much of that work during this prayer portal. But I did a lot of deep cleaning, right? I organized, I dusted, I actually brought somebody in to professionally um, deep clean the carpets of our home. And like that was a part of my prayer of like, okay, universe, like let's clear out the old, right? Let's clear out the old. I also did a lot of work of altar creation. And so, you know, I I really am a firm believer of our ability to create energetic connection to the universe through altar creation. And I have a lot of altar spaces in my home. My teacher, again, I keep bringing him up. He's just coming up and he's like, Lauren, your whole house is an altar. And it's true. Like I've just got, I've gotten very intentional about like, you know, where everything goes and what everything means and what it all represents. And it feels really, really special to do that. So 
I'll share with you guys a little bit about how I did that and my altar setup and like what I did in, in detail as we go through this episode. Um, I also worked a lot outdoors on like my plants, connecting to the land that I live on. That was really effective. Most of my time in nature was at a park outside of my home, which I found to be very helpful to just not being pulled into the energy of the house and clearing myself. Like I think, you know, something I'm realizing more just as I'm talking about this as we're going in this episode, the energy that we are moving, like if you imagine a human, a human sweating, right? Just think about that energy that's releasing from your body and you're sweating and you're sweating and you're sweating and you're like, oh my God, all this sweat. You're clearing things, toxicity, dirt, debris from your body, right? You're releasing and shedding. We are doing that energetically 24-7 around our houses and in this world that we live in, a lot of us are living and spending a lot of time in our homes and we're not properly clearing. We're not properly letting out So it's really important to like go other places to clear your energy, to get out and be in nature as much as you can. And then also paying respect to the land you live on and offering and connecting to the guides and the spirit world that support your sacred home. The land you live on can be very sacred even if you are living in an apartment, okay? So uh, don't overthink it. Treat your home with love. Spend time outside. I spent a lot of time oh, <sighs> praying. I yawned as I was doing that, which just felt like a release and a clear as we're having this conversation. And then I hit my podcast mic. But I, I was playing and praying. I was celebrating. I was dancing. I was exploring I was being and I was healing. These were like the energies of what I was focused on. Prayer, pray, celebration, dance, exploration, being and healing. Biggest container. Okay, so now that you have this understanding of what happened, how it looked, why it went down, I want to tell you what actually happened. It was wild. I took some notes here. I'm just drinking some of my tea. Day one started with the carpet cleaners. I had these carpet cleaners come over. And like my house, I had these two really big dogs that just passed away this year. And I felt like a really big, beautiful way to represent this clearing would be to have these carpet cleaners come over. So my morning was spent doing that. And I'm like, okay, this is great. It's happening. My prayer portal's opening. Yay. And then, and then. I decided I was going to book a massage, right? Because I really think that something I've noticed about myself is that my body holds a lot of physical energy and massages are not something that's like a luxury. They're actually, it is a privilege to be able to afford those things. And it's actually like a, a medicine tool. It's a support tool to be able to clear energy that's like stuck and trapped and tense within my, my fascia and my, my muscles and my body. So I went to book this massage and I was like really clear on my prayer. I'm like, I am going to clear everything that's heavy because at that time, day one, I went into this prayer portal. I was like so disheveled, foggy, unclear, exhausted, grumpy, angry. Like I wasn't really feeling what was happening. I didn't really know what was going to happen in this prayer portal, but I was like feeling still not my best. 
and I knew this massage was going to be great and I all I had to do was focus on my prayer. So I took a little microdose of mushrooms and just as I was about to leave, Matt came into the bedroom and he said to me, Lauren, the Porsche bill was $4,000. He didn't, I had just taken my car to the service, right? Like that was something I had done the week before. But to feel all of his reaction of surprise around this bill, I internalized it as financial stress. And I'm sure you've had experiences like this where your partner has projected onto you their surprise and you, maybe it was a very innocent surprise, but you internalize it as this is actually anger. This is actually stress. And I grew up in an environment where like that energy that, uh, that Matt gave to me and that experience, a small twist of it can turn it from being like he's actually just surprised he's like holy shit that's a lot of money like I didn't expect that service to be so pricey can actually be shifted into like a darker place of like anxiety panic nervousness and that was how my father growing up would treat my mother when he found bills received in the mail oh my god what do you do how do you spend all this money at Kohl's and blah 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 you know just like unaware so unaware of the fact that that energy hurts people, right? And, and and the stress and the fear. And so I had a really hard time with this. I was like feeling a lot of guilt and a lot of shame and a lot of like I did something wrong by getting my car serviced and I went to this massage and I like had to like sit with, I don't know if you've ever been in a massage where you're like not actually mentally relaxed and you're just thinking about everything, but like this is how my prayer portal started. My mind was so loud and I'm like, fuck, like I, damn it, like Matt, why did he have to do this? He ruined my massage and blah, 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 blah. I was like so mad and then I started to get sad and I was like, man, why can't I get to a place where like, you know, I don't let how other people feel affect me. I get like so energetically sensitive. So I went home and I had this conversation with Matt that actually was so healing. It was like, like tears of of release that I have never experienced around storylines that like didn't serve me and that's how I knew this portal was really powerful because I wasn't necessarily opening up my prayer portal with like fa la 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 this is beautiful magical whimsical fairyland it was like deep heavy work looking at this shadow and this story of like I allow myself to interpret everything that's happening around me as a bad thing. He was just surprised. He wasn't angry at me. I didn't do anything wrong. But now why am I stressed? Why am I freaking out? Because this is striking core wounds for me. It's reminding me of my childhood. It's reminding me of how I grew up and my father and the way he treated money. And so here's this rewrite. So I got to have this beautiful conversation with Matt it was so healing. I cried so much. I was releasing so much. And afterwards, I was just like, I'm tired. <laughs> I need to rest. So what did I need? I needed a nice bath. I needed the bachelorette. I needed some journaling. And like that was day one. <laughs> it's like my an ayahuasca study, when you sit two nights back to back, usually what uh, Friday ends up being is called Funky Friday. And it's like all this like muck and funkiness, you know. So um, that's what I got to release was just all this like storyline of like 
man, Lauren, like you really, you, you take everything personally, right? You, you hold on, you give things meaning that don't necessarily have the meaning that you're giving them. And that meaning that you're giving them is really disempowering you and stressing you out and making you unhappy. So stop that, right? Like that was, that was the big clearing that came through. Day two was really beautiful. On day two, I decided that this was when I was going to really hold space to immerse myself in nature. And so I brought some mushrooms to a beautiful park that magically showed up on Google that day. I was like, we have kayaks. We ha- I've never used it before. It was my first time. And I'm ready to use them. And let's Google kayaks and swimming and just see what comes up. And I found this beautiful park by my house. It's an 85-acre pond that was man-made and in like the 1800s and it's so beautiful and it's on like I think like 400 acres of land or like 800 acres of land it's like this whole little portal this whole magical little world of just like kept respected nature and habitat and and I love it I absolutely love it I'm so grateful I found it I'm, I'm actually going to be bringing sisters to a prayer portal experience there because it's just so special. So anyway, um, Matt and I went out uh, to the water and I got brought my mushrooms, I brought my cannabis, I brought my hape, and I said this prayer on the, on the land, you know, on this special blanket I have of just like, this is like going to be a really sacred day and I'm going to heal and I'm going to open up. And so I took these mushrooms in reverence and respect, opening this container. And when I was ready, I took my kayak and I went out on the water and I literally floated around and explored nature. And it was so cool. (laughs) I mean, like, I know this sounds crazy as like such a simple thing, but like, you know, I felt I could feel the dragonflies talking to me and like the dragonflies when I looked at their faces and got really close, all these dragonflies were swarming around me and um, they looked like little galactic aliens, like their faces, they looked like little aliens and I'm like, oh my God, these are, they're another species and like what medicine do they have to share with me? And I was just like feeling their energy and getting to know them and um, then there was this really beautiful blue herring and this uh bird uh I I call it a crane it's like if you've ever seen it it looks like a crane and uh when I was what's really crazy about this just to speak to like the synchronicities here I literally hung up hooks in my front hallway of my home that are dragonflies and this pond in my prayer portal had so many dragonflies and I was connecting to all the dragonflies like crazy and then also this crane energy, there's a crane of uh, blue herring, I think they're called. They're not really actually cranes, but they kind of look like them, that uh, lives on the land where I collected all these goose feathers when I was um, about to open up July. And I was going there for prayer and this other park prayer and healing. And I found a feather, a really sacred feather from this bird, which is like, you know, this birds are not, you don't often see them. So it's like a really special feather. And now the same exact bird is at this pond in this totally different town for my prayer portal. And I like watched this bird and it was crazy. Like I know I was on mushrooms, right? And I, I want to keep much of this ceremony sacred and not get into too much detail, but I will just say animals have spirits and like 
the totem of the dragonfly, the totem of the crane, the totem of the turtle, you know, all of these, they have a frequency if you study and understand and like they can communicate with you in a really beautiful way if you allow it. So that's what I was doing. I was literally exploring the coves and crevices of this big pond, drive, you know, kayaking around and I sat under a tree in this kayak, just like pushed my kayak all the way up against the land. And I, the tree branches were kind of in my way. And so I broke some of the tree branches and made this tiny little hut for my head. And in that place, I just got all these downloads in my journal and I kept writing and writing and writing. And it was like everything was coming to me and it was so beautiful and it was so healing. I get back to the land and I'm like, feeling so good and I just allow my kayak to rest on these rocks that are on the coastline where Matt is fishing and this beautiful snapping turtle huge starts to come up to us to explore and they're so curious and she poked her head out and looked me right in the eye multiple times and I got to feel her energy And I realized like these turtles that are so old and full of ancient wisdom, they have such medicine for us. And she provided me when I really sat with her, like tried to talk to her just like telepathically. The things I heard is, and everything's a mirror for yourself, right? We don't need to get into like, oh, whoa, like, you know, psychic experiences, woo. It's like, no, like if you actually just try to like communicate you know with what's around you you actually will hear it 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 takes some practice it takes some study it's you know shamanic study but it's it's so beautiful so I love that turtle that was a game changer and at the same time I was still kind of like annoyed in my relationship I was still being feeling triggered I was still like you know things Matt would say like I don't know if you've ever been in that place where like just you're irritable So I just observed and I allowed and I recognized that like when I got to the land, I was like, I want to stay longer and he wants to go and like I'm frustrated. He never wants to do anything I want to do. And I realized I was like playing out a lot of like my the energy that I saw growing up again because growing up, my mother and father never could decide what to do and they would argue all the time and it created tension and in their relationship my mom always wanted to do things that my dad didn't want to do and she would be hurt she would feel sad she would feel alone so damn here I am repeating my patterns so this is like you know the illumination of what's happening prayer portals are best done in private but what's also really important to know is that literally when you open up prayer portals everybody that you come in contact with is like part of that prayer portal and it's very important if you can to just like you know, be mindful of that, that you're um, really trying to protect your energy. And also, if you're in a prayer portal, so is your partner. (laughs) If you live together and spend time together, so are your children, so are your family that you communicate with. So it's all part of it. So it's just really cool to see like what was being illuminated and the awareness that like, whoa, I am actually projecting out a lot of storylines that are not 100% truth. Um, I will say too, if you have a moment, there is an episode, a really short episode that aired before the five-day abundance challenge that is titled um, something about storylines. And I really think you should go check it out because it's true. We're subscribing to storylines all the time and, and most of them are not actually true stories. They're 
stories we subscribe to and I subscribe to the story a lot that like my marriage is a recreation of my family's and uh, I get to rewrite that so that was really beautiful um, day three was interesting day three felt like a calibration for myself I I want to keep in mind too and just say I would document every morning you know waking up and having my tea and like checking in with how I feel and day three, I woke up and I was like, I'm feeling great. Like I was dancing. I was feeling alive. And then right after I was like, I don't feel so good. <laughs> and I had to sit with just like allowing that of like, maybe I maybe that moment was like the seed coming up from the earth. And it takes all this like pressure and stress and energy. And then it just needs to chill. So that's what happened. I was like dancing and feeling alive. And then I was like, uh, okay, I need a moment. And I didn't judge it. I just allowed it. I made myself a really beautiful smoothie, lots of fruit. Like I said, I was keeping really to my fruit intake. And um, I just watched The Bachelorette <laughs> in the morning. I was like, okay, this is what I need. Then in the afternoon, Matt took me and my friend Lydia back to that park and I got to experience that same location with a lot of sisterhood energy. So he dropped us off at the kayaks. It was just me and Lydia. And it was like a, such a good time. Like if you have a really good sister who is conscious and spiritual, it's like the greatest medicine on the planet. We, we sat with some cannabis and we talked about consciousness and had these deep conversations about our partners and our family and like but really good high vibration you know just like empowered like we are two empowered sisters playing together it was like oh, it was just so beautiful we painted rocks and that was like a whole learning for me because you know I think sometimes when I I paint things I get in my head, I'm like, I'm not a good painter. I don't know what I'm doing. This isn't enjoyable because I'm not creative that way is the story I tell myself. But sitting with this rock, I was like, what does this look like it could be, right? Like before I go into like what paints I'm going to use or how this is going to come out, what does this look like it's actually going to be? And I could see this rock I picked, it was like, oh, this looks like an eye. I'm going to like paint an eye here. And when, when I painted this rock, I went one step at a time. Like, okay, spirit, what do you want me to paint next? And I got to practice, like listening to spirit each step of the way. Of like, okay, what's next? Okay, what's next? And that was, that was really interesting. I wasn't in my head. I was asking spirit. I was communicating with something outside of me, surrendering to one step at a time, trusting that, I'm held in my process of painting this rock, right? What a metaphor for life. What a metaphor. Can we actually just go one step at a time and like not be in the storylines of like, I'm a bad artist. I can't do this. Like unplug from your bullshit, right? Like just be present. So there was really good practice. And we decided to take the kayaks out a little bit further than I had been the day before. And we went to this cove and like as we were pulling up we got really silent for some reason and it like it felt really sacred and magical and and Lydia was like you know that something's really special when you have to get quiet right and then 
a storm came. I wanted to go out further. I wanted to go out to the very end. I wanted to see where this lake ended, right? I won't, it was like, you know, just to describe to you, this lake kind of curves and the pond curves and bends. And so you can't see everything. It's not like an open circle where, you know, we needed to explore. And so I wanted to go to the ends of the earth. But right as we were getting close, a storm came and we had to turn around and go back. And I was actually feeling afraid of the storm. I was like, I'm afraid I'm going to be out here and it's going to rain and I'm going to get hurt. And again, another storyline popping up. How often in my childhood did my mom say to me, be careful. And that prevented me from having enriching, playful experiences because I was actually afraid to get hurt. How many times did I see her react out of fear and realize that getting hurt is actually a terrible thing? Oh my God, it better not happen. (gasps) So scary. And like how that belief system has allowed me to shrink down and not actually fully immerse myself in the expression of life in all ways to be able to say actually it's really okay to get hurt and it's it's okay to be free and it's okay to be adventurous and the universe actually you're safe and you're actually having all your needs met and and actually nothing bad's going to happen to you right and feeling that energy because that energy creates our reality so I got to observe that as we're kayaking back and rushing back and just trying to get you know back to the water and um, I knew I wanted to go back for day four I just knew it so um, really beautiful sisterhood time went home had some dinner Matt made a delicious meal and then the final day four was Lionsgate now one thing I just want to say to um, somewhere in here in this timeline you know I'm taking baths every night to clear myself I'm journaling every evening about what I processed and what came up for me and what happened and I'm celebrating the day and I'm taking time to clean my home, all those things. And I also made some altars for my house. So after day two, my first day in nature, I really wanted to do something to represent this new, beautiful, high frequency that I was feeling. Because like we said, day one was like clearing out the clutter, clearing out the muck, clearing out the heaviness. Day two, I was starting to feel really connected to myself and to mother nature. So I went out and got lots of beautiful flowers. I Sunflowers are my favorite flowers. I got lilies. I got sunflowers. I got roses. And uh, I got some bouquets of like greenery. And I, I really like going and making my own bouquets. I find that to be a really sacred process. And I have this altar that is in my ceremony room of my house. And when I'm feeling like a new chapter is coming or a new chapter is here or I'm clearing energy, I will take everything off my altar, clear it out, and I will recreate it and I will put everything back. And I did that and I also put flowers on that altar. And that was really a way of me representing with beauty and love this chapter. So I had flowers on my altar that represent my whole essence right I have one altar that's just like the house altar that represents all of me and then I have an ancestor altar so I put a little bouquet of flowers on my ancestors altar which is upstairs in my office behind me and then I also have a little altar downstairs in the kitchen area that represents my relationship with self-care and so and love self-care and love and so I put a little bouquet of flowers there 
and cleaning these spaces, recreating them, setting them up. It was like just so sacred and so healing. So yesterday was my final day. It was day four. What a magical portal. Oh my God. It was crazy. It was crazy. I decided. So again, I wanted to sit with mushrooms because I love mushrooms are like they're it's such a beautiful medicine to work with while you're connected to the earth you learn so much when you're out in nature and also working with medicine like mushrooms mushroom the mycelium network it's like so intelligent and it's so connected to pachamama and the earth elements um so wise so um, I decided that I wanted to go out on the water again and I wanted to go to the end of the earth, right? I wanted to go to the cove. I wanted to see what was around the bend. So I took the trip and I trekked out there and that process of like going farther than I've ever gone before in an environment that made me feel a little bit like scary. It feels almost immense, you know, to be in a big body of water and to go places where like actually when you turn around 360 and you don't see anybody, like that feels like a lot, you know. So I went out and I took this trip and I had to stop a couple of times because it was like, all right, I, my arms need a minute, my heart needs a minute. And I would sit there and smoke some cannabis in prayer of just like connecting to Mother Mary. And then I would continue back on my path and explore things along the coastline. And as the end started to appear, I was like, is this the end? Have I made it? And there was like this uh, weird thing that happened. Like as I'm, as I'm paddling, you know, the, there are waves in a pond, right? The, there are waves, little thing, little, but there's lots of movement in the water. And sometimes there's lots of winds. And as you're, you're getting to the end, you cross over. There's this experience where you cross over that into stillness. And the whole end of the pond, it's like 360. You don't see anybody because it's in this cove area around the corner of the main, you know, the main pond. And there's this like big pad, a uh, big circle of lily pads on the right that almost felt like, like, you know how I, I felt like I was going into a door. I felt like I was, I was going into this door and like, there's sometimes if you go to a big fancy beautiful door there's like a knocker on the right hand side or a doorbell or the, the number of the house on the right it felt like that's what the lily pads were it was like this big collection of lily pads on the right and right all the way straight to the end you get all the way straight to the end there's this big rock that looks like like this, these crystals I really like that are like pointy, these like prism kind of crystals. Like it looked like that. But when you get really close, it's huge. It's like this big rock. You get really close, it has like all this like ecosystem growing on it, different purples and greens, like mosses. And it looked like this whole like mountain, little white pieces. It was like, oh, it was so beautiful. And the water is so still, so still. And you pull up all the way to the end and you're, you know, you're with this big rock. And, and I look at the water and there's like a dragonfly in the water, just like a, a passed out dragonfly, almost like laminated in the water and a feather just like there for me. And I'm like, okay, this is my spot. And I literally sat 
in my kayak up against this rock in this cove in this tiny place of nowhere the end of felt like the end of the earth and I I just wrote poetry and I, I just like it was just whatever came next you know it was like again just like painting that rock one moment at a time listening to spirit with each word I didn't have to figure it out I didn't have to think about it it was just like one at a time every sentence would appear and it was so healing I had just I was present and it got me thinking about how as kids we're we're really good at like doing things with presence we color and that's all we're doing and we're playing with dirt and that's all we're doing and we're running through the forest of the jungle pretending to be a lion and that's all we're doing these are things I did as a kid you know and uh when you give yourself time to be in that portal that place of energy where you your head is not moving you're you're not thinking about all the chores you have to do or the money you have to make or the place you have to go like honestly being in that state is what creates sickness when we're in that state too much that's what creates sickness and presence and like being in a place where you can literally just be in the now it's medicine it is actually healing medicine it's a practice it's a study it's requires a lot of patience because we've been doing this human experience with a lot of fear and a lot of stress and a lot of worry for a long time let's be real so it's going to take some time but it was just such a, a beautiful moment for me to like recharge and feel alive and then I decided to head back and I had headed back and I was still in my mushroom state. And so I stopped along the coastline and I was watching this like chipmunk that lived in this whole little ecosystem along the side of the land. And I was watching him like climb these trees to get berries. And he was literally like climbing these tree, these little trees to the point where like the twigs would like be really, really fragile and like fall you know drip down and he's like hanging from this tree line over the water and I'm like oh my god you're so brave chipmunk you are so brave like you don't care you're like I'm gonna do the scary thing and I was like thinking about my own fear from the day before of the the water and the rain and I'm like this is so funny chip this chipmunk this little fucking chipmunk is like braver than me like you know and just you know feeling the celebration of that and 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 really thinking about from the chipmunk's perspective this whole like ecosystem and life that he has and like how cool is it like you know the the tree that like falls over the water is like it, it, all the tr the twigs and and stems of that tree are like the roads that he walks every day and and it was just cool to think about that so I knew it was time to go in and I'm like paddling in and it starts to pour but it's like a sun pour and, and like the sun is coming through the, the clouds and the sun shower and the rain is coming down hard and I just started laughing and feeling like oh this is this is like what it means to be alive and through this entire experience I think I really realized what kind of life I want and how important being with nature is for me and how healing it can be and how worthy I am of that time and how magical 
and supportive that time can be even when we are resistant to making space for it and we make excuses and we hide in our stories and our shadow and our you know stuckness I'm so grateful for this portal it taught me so much and I think looking back I just really learned and received a deep lesson in happiness and a deep lesson in uh, storylines that I don't want to subscribe to. And I got a full nervous system reset. And I woke up for the first time in the entire time I've been home since my big July trip to Sedona. I woke up early just with the sunrise. And I was like, all right, it's time to get up. And it felt so, so good. So that was my prayer portal, you guys. That was my prayer portal. Now, here's what I'll say. I spent a great deal of my life feeling like I could not have this freedom. I'm literally going back there today after I record this. That's why I'm recording this podcast early because I want to go. I want to go again. So I'm going to go. I have freedom. I'm going to enjoy it. Wild Wealthy Feminine, my new six-week program on business and money energetics is the study of what creates this joy, right? We need to have freedom in our life. We need to have freedom from the oppression energies that we have subscribed to around business and around money. We have to have personal liberation in recognizing that uh, a life that we love, like my life and my lifestyle, getting my feet dirty in the mud before I climb into my kayak and sitting in the rain and eating mushrooms and watching the chipmunks, it might not be for you. You know, that might not be your ideal life. It would be great for you to experience that, right? I want that all the time, right? Some people don't. Some people are like, okay, I'll have this experience and then I'm going to go back into all these other ways that I feel supported and, and loved. But like whatever your unique design is of what desire is for you, you need to give yourself permission to activate it and to channel it and to know it and to find it. You know, I'm 33 years old and I just found kayaking and I'm like in love with it. I am obsessed. How cool at the age of 33, something has been given to me that I really enjoy that I've never done before. It's so cool. And like that's coming through because spirit is very aware of like, Lauren, you're living in right relationship with your heart. You're living in right relationship with your desires. Now here are these opportunities to deepen and experience more joy and love. It's exactly how plant medicine manifested into my life and how my partner manifested into my life. We are rewarded by living in alignment. Always. No question. So I hope if you are feeling the call that you come join us in Wild Wealthy Feminine. It's going to be an amazing experience. I'm going to be walking you guys through business healing, money healing, business activation, money activation, calibrating to your empowered frequency of leadership, channeling the vision, right? Having a clear vision. I'm going to teach you everything I know about uh, this whole life. Wild Wealthy Feminine, you can go to laurenoflove.com slash wild. Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode. My intro was 747 and I just looked to stop this clock at 5505. 
So we're going to sign off. Thank you so much for being here. I love you. If you open a prayer portal at any point, like please document on Instagram and come and share with me at Lauren of Love. I love seeing you guys implement studies that you've listened about on the podcast. So I'd love to see you there. And I am looking forward to meeting all of my new students inside Wild Wealthy Feminine, laurenoflove.com slash wild. Love you guys so much. I'll see you soon. Hey sister, don't go anywhere just yet. I have a free offer for you as a gift for being a beautiful lovebird listener of this show. I want to give any student who leaves a review on this podcast a beautiful free gift, the Six Laws of Wealth audio series. If you're creating prosperity, abundance, health freedom, financial freedom, this audio training series is going to shift and propel you into a new perspective of creating prosperity and wealth in your life. It's really simple to receive this free offer. All you have to do is leave a review on the podcast, write up some comments about how you feel this show has helped you. And when you're done, take a screenshot of that review and email our team. You can go to hello at laurenoflove.com and just share in an attached file a screenshot of your review. We'll respond back and give you a link to sign up for that free series, The Six Laws of Wealth Audio Training. It is a beautiful, jam-packed study, and I'm so honored to give you that gift for free. So again, just leave a review, write some love notes about how this podcast has changed your life, and take a screenshot, send it to us at hello at laurenoflove.com, and we'll respond back with your free access to The Six Laws of Wealth Audio Series. I look forward to seeing your review and I am so excited to share this series with you for free. Enjoy guys and I'll see you on the next show.